Hi. Hi. Hey. It's us. Hey. <laughs> it's us. Hey, it's us. Hey, it's us. Hi, it's us. Hi, it's us. <laughs> My name is Paul F. Tompkins. My name is Janie Haddad Tompkins. We are a married couple. He's a comedian. She is an actress. Together, we do a podcast since we're not allowed to leave our home. That's right. It's called Stay at Homekins. <laughs> it's only been a year. And this is it. I know we're coming up is on a year. Is it coming up on a year? Yeah, next month. Um, is this real? <laughs> <laughs> Did this really happen? Am I going to be this way forever? <laughs> I know. It's I'm I, you know what? I've been hitting a wall hard and then mm-hmm. my dear friend Scott Aww. sent me an article today saying that um many people are in the same boat. He did? Yes, that uh that many people are Oh, um, I, I don't doubt it. Feeling the same way. It's yeah. got to be. I mean, I think because there's a quote unquote end in sight. Yes. You know the idea of the vaccine, and I think it's that. It's like you know when when the you have to go to the bathroom, and the closer you get to your house, the mm-hmm. more, the worse it gets. Because mm-hmm. somehow your bladder knows. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a name for that. I don't know what it Why? is. I don't, don't ask me. I don't <laughs> get that. It's a psychological thing. Yeah. Our, our brains are very powerful. I know, but what, I want to be more powerful than my own brain. You can. It's called mind over matter. Well, how come it don't work then? <laughs> Go. uh? Gotcha. You, you got to work harder. Got to work harder. Um, that was nice that he sent that because yes, that was uh, very thoughtful. it does feel like um, it does feel like if you know other people are having sort of similar experiences yeah. it feels comforting not that you want them to be suffering but you're not alone in your suffering no absolutely that's why like and that it me, does alleviate something in a way yeah one, I, I think the greatest thing you can say to someone who is grieving anything mm-hmm. is i'm thinking of you oh really like when i've lost people in my life and somebody said that to me mm-hmm. it really I mean, that's that's really it. You know what I mean? It's it's the perfect thing to say because it yeah. really does make you feel less alone, and it makes it. you feel like you're not carrying the whole burden yourself. Yes, you know. I, I think I use that a lot too yeah. much. I because no. I'm always like, if I haven't texted a Somebody friend, drops an egg. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, you're on my mind. You've just been on my mind, honey. I, no one ever doesn't want to hear that. Okay, <laughs> like, I guarantee you. You know what I mean? No one ever says it to me. <laughs> that's because people are talking to you all day long. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe... You don't think you live rent-free in some people's heads? I, you know what? If <laughs> I live rent-free in someone's head... Which is a terrible expression that I'm Oh, you don't like of. it? People just used it too much. People just used it too much. I feel like, first of all, that would be weird if I did. Does if somebody, there was somebody out there who was like... Wait, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yes. Oh, by the way, this is the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> I mean, look, it. if you didn't figure out this is a podcast by now, I don't know how you got here. I've got a strong weekend water tonight because it's been a <laughs> time... It's been a time. And can I say, I'm so glad you're using that glass. I did an episode of Another <laughs> Period, the Comedy Central yeah. show, and they gave as a gift, uh, I guess that year, um, 
to the the people that had worked on the show. Yeah, it's like These a vintage vintage. Yeah, it's a beautiful glass. Sort of like a champagne. I don't know what they're called. They're sort of it's I think you could use it for champagne, but Or like Manhattans or whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's a lovely glass. It's a really lovely glass and I'm glad that you've taken to it's using nice it. It's nice curves. It it it's a <laughs> nice like weight. someone else I could know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wasn't fishing, but I like what I catch. Yes. Yeah. Um I assume you're talking about me. Um Anyway, um, what I was going to say was, uh, do you think, but think, but do I think, (laughs) do you think leave, do you think, do you believe that every person in existence, Oh, oh my God, I cannot wait to hear what's on the other end of this. Is lives rent free in somebody's head. Mm, not everybody, but I would bet a lot of people. I think just by by virtue of the way we are as human beings, you know what I mean? Uh huh. I mean, there are everyone's got their. I think of it as maybe this is too much of a showbiz analogy. But I think of this, I think of it as everyone's got their Amadeus, you know, uh-huh. that they are the Salieri to. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's not even that somebody that you, you wish, uh, to me, that analogy is very specific because it's not somebody you necessarily wish ill will on or you think they suck and I should be where they are. Mm-hmm. It's that you can recognize that they are. Uh, talented, nice, whatever, mm-hmm. and you can just say, "I wish that that was me. I wish I was getting that." Okay, wait a minute, because I was thinking rent free in someone's head was a different, was a different reason. Okay, then like sort of an admiration, so, sort of like a. Um, no, I think rent free in someone's head is somebody that you don't like, and that you are, you know, it's it's it was so popularized on Twitter because it was. Somebody would tweet about someone one time. It's like, he lives rent free in your head. It's like, I just said one thing. I like when people on Twitter, like they like to deny people's humanness. Like you're telling me when someone tweets, oh, that per- you're letting that person live rent free in your head that you've never, ever had anyone in your own lifetime yeah. that has like... So disrupted or destabilized you that you are yeah. like you had to process it because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. trauma surrounding it. It's also like, like what the fuck? Leave if you're, people alone. If you're especially <laughs> if you're talking about the president of the United States who sucks, like <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily living well at the time. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that. Uh, well, you know what? I'll even say now. Like, if you don't like Joe Biden, like, well, there's a whole group of those. That's uh, the president. And if you think that they're doing, if you think that they're doing the wrong thing, that's not living rent free in your head. That's like this person is is the most famous person <laughs> imaginable, and, and they I'm are making decisions, and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm in the same country and same life as you. Same, yeah. you know, and it, it, it's so like. <laughs> It's really gaslighting, I think, to mm-hmm. say that to someone. Well, that's the idea, yeah. That's definitely the idea. Is to is to minimize, you know, is to reduce and minimize and, you know, just dismiss. Well, let me say this to the person who oh, head I'm living oh rent free God. in. Oh my God. Say it. 
You're just letting me live rent free in your head. <laughs> Doesn't it feel good to get say? a life? <laughs> I mean, your life must be really meaningless. If you, you don't have anything better to do than think about me all day. <laughs> I mean, for God's sake, I'm just a nobody. <laughs> just living my life. <laughs> Honey, well said. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean. I got it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what my I mean? Weekend, yeah. My weekend water's kicking in already. We had a big <laughs> dinner too. And, oh, we had a lovely pasta dinner. Shout my out to my la- Canadian friends. You know what? My lazy ass blanched some vegetables tonight. So, <laughs> well, in case you I've I, always been dependent upon the kindness <laughs> of vegetables. <laughs> Of soggy vegetables, my they I, I overblanched. You made some broccoli rob. Well, yeah, because it came in the CA, CAA box. <laughs> yes, the Creative Artist Agency, the CSA, are box. sending us vegetables. <laughs> I mean, it is it's Hollywood, weird. darling. Hollywood, Hollywood darling. darling. Do you are you uh, represented by the CAA <sighs> produce box? Yes, it's true. All of us get vegetables delivered to us by our agents. <laughs> What is wrong with me? You got a box from the CSA, the Confederate States of America. <laughs> anyway, the, the, here's the deal. They have vegetables in there that you have to face. This is my problem <laughs> with the CSA boxes, but I'm trying to do better. Trying to rise above. The, the produce comes and you're faced with it. And you're on a race against time. Yeah. To utilize the vegetables you have been sent mm-hmm. before they don't work anymore. Before nature takes before its they, course. they don't work Before out. God in his wisdom separates you <laughs> by rottenness. Do you remember when we saw, we saw, when Janie and I were engaged. Yes, this is Paul We us. started where, we started, well, I've never forgotten it. We started watching all these wedding reality shows. Yeah, like, uh. Platinum weddings. Platinum weddings. There was like say yes to the dress. It was. I mean, this was ten years ago. So platinum weddings was the one that stuck with me the most because it exposed what a racket uh, the wedding industry is. Mm -hmm. Because all these people, all they wanted to do was spend money. They wanted to spend money to impress people. These people would. They'd be like, "We're going to have like a humidor." (laughs) These are the two things that I remember. That kept popping up over and over again. And these are cigar- like rich people, yes. the platinum weddings. The cigar rich. rolling station was, it started <laughs> like once, once it was introduced, it was on every other episode. And the personalized gobo, which is a oh, light stencil lights. that would shine those on the floor. Still, that, those were trendy prior to 2009, and right. those are still trend. I think the personalized gobo is still a deal. It's it, For a thing that you see... For such a brief amount of time, <laughs> and I'm sure they jacked the price like sky high, right? But um, there was a there, so they they show some of the ceremonies, and there's this one couple that got married. I'd never heard this in Paul vows was before. Like, so obsessed with this. Instead so. of till death do you part, they said till God in His wisdom separates us by death, and it's so dramatic. Did they say death, or did they just say until God in His wisdom separates us? They said. By death. <laughs> they did not leave you wondering how would God do that. Mm, true. I guess it's like they wanted to take some of the sting out of till death do us part and say, "Hey, we acknowledge that one of us is going to die before the other, but 
Let's soften the blow by saying it's God's idea. And it's and it's based on his wisdom, his so it's wisdom. no big deal. You know what? I've really thought about this, and I think I need to take your wife away from you. <laughs> Believe me, I this is not like my first thought. I mulled this over. I ran it by some folks. Oh, so God and his and, wisdom separates uh, us by death. <laughs> That was, that was, uh, Paul was like, he couldn't get over that I thought one. about it so often. He could not And get I've over used that it one. in, in comedy. I've used it in, in, you know, improv and stuff Death like that. Death is funny. It's pretty funny. You got it, man. You know why? <laughs> the idea that we're bored for no reason. Wait, do you know why it's funny? Do you know why it's <laughs> what? funny? Tell me why. Because everybody dies. Mm-hmm. So it's a universal experience. That's right. And everybody and it's a mystery to everybody, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Like how and stuff, unless mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you have three weeks to live or whatever. But even then, it's a mystery until three weeks before. You mean it's a mi- <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine you have three weeks to live? I know, but people, that happens. That happens. People go in and they find out they have very advanced, uh, like terminal illness. Yeah. That like they're just like this. We this is bad. Like yeah. you're done. Yeah, you're yeah, done. So, yeah. like that is a that is a very dramatic thing. Yeah. That would be dramatic. Yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. also we live in more modern me- medicinal times mm-hmm. where like they can do a lot more. They barely use leeches anymore. <laughs> Think, fucking Christ! Can you? F- no, I wouldn't. You know what? Oh I would be like, God. I'm good. Uh, I'm. Di- I'll die. This tuberculosis you, or whatever. Yeah. I'm fine. You're some peasant, I'm fine. and you go to your local doctor who no, also cuts your it. hair, <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, I know. We're gonna put some leeches on you, and you're like, Is there no other way? Like at that point, I'm like, Okay, I know. Like opium's big. Just give me that. Because that's like, I just don't want to be in pain. I yeah. don't want to be like the morphine or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Do you, I, when I was a kid, I saw this movie on like some UHF channel. It was like a Saturday afternoon creature feature kind of thing. And it was about, I can't remember the name of it anymore, but it was about giant leeches. That sounds familiar. I think I feel like I've seen that. And when I was a kid, it I feel like I've seen this movie, me. and I forgot about it until just this second. Yeah. Until you said this, yeah. it, it, it like haunted me Ew. for months. Is there someone who gets in water and comes out with them on them? No, that's the African queen. Those are regular sized leeches. Okay, there's that. But this I think I've seen the giant, giant leeches. One. Yes, that lived in a cave, and they would. Don't they need giant people though? I mean, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they wished, but that wasn't the movie. How else are they going to deal? Can you imagine if you're a giant and then you're like, <laughs> leeches is not a big deal. And then one day there's giant leeches and you're like, fuck. I don't like giant anything. Come on. <laughs> giant anything? No. No, I don't want it. There's got to be. I don't be... want it. I don't, a giant puppy. I'd have a giant puppy. Okay. So it's a giant, it's puppy. a giant as a puppy. Yeah. So what breed are we talking about here? Um, like a golden retriever or like a, um, um, no, a golden retriever. And that, that's what you consider a giant puppy? No, I'm saying. If there was a golden retriever puppy that was a giant. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But then does it grow to the size of like a no, Clifford the stays, Big Red Dog? No, because in my fantasy, the puppy stays a puppy because that's what. 
we all want. For the puppy to remain a permanent puppy. Yeah. Do we all want that, though? Puppies are a lot of work. Uh, I mean, here's what we all want. We all want puppies to stay puppies. But we want the puppies (laughs) to be um, house trained magically. Yeah, that's not how... That's what we all want. I think you just but want a little dog. Maybe. That's, that has the cuteness of a small thing. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I, speaking Fine. of dogs, I want to give everybody an update. <laughs> oh, yeah. On, Paul went out searching. I went out for a walk. I've been <laughs> trying. Searching. Janie and I decided we were going to start doing walks again because we had not been taking good care of ourselves. No. And so we took a couple walks together to get us... Jump started. And so today yeah, I we took a sort of made walk. a pact. We were like yeah. half an hour a day, kind of no matter what, it's yeah. sort of like our jump start back yeah. into uh, like not good, better habits. Yeah. <laughs> so today I went for a solo walk and I said, I'm going to go visit my old friends, Thomas and Max, the dogs that live in this house that I don't know the people Linda who live there. Linda and. First I thought they were Linda and Joan. I had to Joan. give them names and then I found out their names, Thomas and Max. Thomas is uh, a big golden. He's old. He's got a white face. He's so handsome and cute. <laughs> and then Max is some breed of little dog. Yeah. Um, the kind that has bangs. And they weren't around for a little while. Like you were trying to walk over there a lot in the summer or something. Yeah, sometimes I think they'd be they indoors or whatever. And I had bad luck for a while. But then uh, I went today and there they were. And... There was a third dog. I mean, there was a little black pug. I can't believe this. I am so jealous. I like, couldn't. We I was dog. astonished. I put it on my Instagram. Oh, I'm not kidding. My meeting the black dog. Well, I'm leading up to that. So, <laughs> uh, so I I am saying hello to them. They're barking at me because they haven't seen me in such a long time. And so I think I'm going to, I'll try to see them again tomorrow. Uh-huh. And hopefully they will remember me. Tomorrow's going to be 75 degrees. Good. I'm still going to do it. Yeah. No, so that's the, nice, Al. The black dog remained at the fence barking at me, the little pug. And so I did the thing where I put my fist out for him to sniff it. And this little fucker tried to bite me. <laughs> he gave me like, not like He's a, a pug. Not a serious bite, but he gave like a half, like a that's sort of. That's why you think he might be um, puppy I thought he might be on the puppy side. Because he's like mouthy. Yes. Yeah. And, but he's very cute. I, do, I, I will have to try to Pugs learn his name. Pugs are cute. They're very Their faces yeah. They're are like cute. little funny gremlins. They're very they're very adorable. They look like they have hyperthyroidism. Now, when I came home, <laughs> and this is the thing I was trying to remember earlier. Oh, I you remembered, remembered it. I was telling I was telling Janie about this pug, and she said we should get a pug. Oh, that's, that's the kind of dog we should get. And I said, Yeah, those are good indoor dogs. No pugs. Pugs need a lot of help, and they're noisy. <laughs> and Janie said, Yeah, that's me. <laughs> You just described me. That is me. That is me. <laughs> You're noisy. You need is a, a lot pug of help. My spirit animal, <laughs> <laughs> which is really not my spirit animal, because we all know I want an English bulldog. I know you love them so much. I they're, love them. They're very funny. I do love them. I like animals that look like old men. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that is like. He could be like I could be Mary Tyler Moore, and he could be my boss, my Ed Asner, my <laughs> Lou Grant, my Lou. <laughs> I do like a dog who has a facial expression that's like, "Can you believe this shit?" <laughs> 
But like pure breeds in general have problems. You're not supposed to kind of go down that road. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we would we would do a rescue no matter what if we were to get a dog. True, you know? but you can rescue pure breed dogs. Absolutely, absolutely, and then you know you're in for it. You may as well put aside like half your retirement for that shit. <laughs> Because your bill's going to be... We have friends we haven't, that, that we haven't seen in quite a while who briefly uh, adopted a Dalmatian and then had to give it back. I don't remember this. Well, because it was very brief. And it, you know what? It's because it's before you and I met. Oh. That's why you don't remember it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was Kenny and Stacy. Oh. And this Dalmatian was... They're like the chillest people I've ever met in my yeah, life. Yeah, guess what? This Dalmatian was not. <laughs> I love Kenny and Stacey. I haven't seen... I, used I know. To run we should into get back Stacey. in touch with them. I'd run into Stacey at the Gelson's. Yeah, me too. I have her Lolita. She loaned me her Lolita. Book or movie? Book. I, I will say again, another like plug for that. years ago. That Lolita podcast, which just wrapped up. Oh, yeah. Jamie oh. Loftus. It's so good. Okay. I have to talk it's about terrific. something that has deeply impacted me. Is it me? <laughs> um, you, no, that's not what I have to talk <laughs> right, about. I'm less interested, but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I'll still listen. Okay. I'm sorry if you don't have Apple TV subscription because we started this. This is going to be my recommendation, but I have to talk about it way more in depth. Hey, man, we can do recommendations wherever we want. Okay. 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 So we started this. <laughs> series on Apple TV um, app and uh, <laughs> it's an Apple TV original <laughs> and it's an Israeli limited series and it's like a modern Hitchcockian uh, thriller like a psychological, psychological thriller, thriller. Yeah. Um, and um, it's like it's called Losing Alice and I'm like so obsessed with it. Like I'm obsessed with it kind of like, I can't stop thinking. First, New episode tonight. Yeah. Uh, okay. So first of all, like, you know how like things come out on streaming and you're like, I'm going to binge this thing. And then we started watching it. And then halfway through it was like, and then the next one comes out in a week. And I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck? I was yeah. so pissed. I was so pissed. It's such a specific heartbreak. I was like, Oh my God. Because I wasn't like expecting to be, so impacted by it, but I have to get, I don't, I'm not, I'm not I don't want to like spoil things, but I want to talk about how it has like deeply affected me mm-hmm. as like a piece of art because, okay, first of all, I will tell you this, that the trailer pretends it's in English. <laughs> <laughs> The trailer very artfully uses a, a one scene that's in English where the lead actress is speaking English. Yeah. And then cuts around it. <laughs> and then they narrate. They narrate over it in English. And I'm like, this looks good. And like, but we're looking for stuff to watch and we're so fucking depressed, y'all. You don't even, <laughs> you don't even know. Like, you don't even know. Like, I'm ready to like, I'm like, let's watch reality TV. <laughs> like, like this could happen. That was, that actually was a very new development <laughs> yeah. where Katie all of a sudden said, should we watch Empire of Bling? I was and I was like, where like, is this so coming low. from? Because that's where I'm at. Like, yeah. that's just where I'm at. And and so when I saw that trailer, I was like, this looks fucking good. 
And because we'd already sort of like poo pooed some other things with subtitles that particular night because we were like, I just don't have the deal. I don't have the focus to Yeah, like I just, yeah. whatever. Um, although I do love a lot of subtitled things. Absolutely. It's just like I wasn't in the mood. Yes. And so <laughs> we just like stupidly started it. Like we didn't know. <laughs> stupidly. Well, I mean, like we didn't know anything about it other than the trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we assumed it was in English and we started it. Yeah. And then, and then people were speaking Hebrew. <laughs> and then they were like speaking Hebrew. And I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> and so we had to back it up and then turn the subtitles on. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it was so instantly riveting. Yes. Like from the mo- first image of the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. That I was like, I'm <laughs> so on board with this. And it's about, um, and I'm not giving anything away because it tells you in the thing. It's about this woman who's like, I don't know, like 50 or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when like you hit that age, I mean, I don't because I'm like still in my 30s. Um <laughs> But I've read so much about sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. I've read sure. so much about middle age. You've aged. heard me mention it from other women well, that yeah. I know that are my I mean, contemporaries. I know about middle age from from like your friends, mm-hmm. you and your friends, um, and also like literature. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, you're Edith Wharton's. <laughs> I'm never giving up this gag, by the way. Don't. Like, I'm going to go. Don't ever. I want to go to my grave. Like, I literally want to be like, if I live old. Your headstone should say she died in her 30s. <laughs> she died in her late 30s. My, like, I just want to be late 30s. I, I, like, I may never have work done or anything. Like, I might look no, like 75. The, you should not have any work done and maintain that you were in your 30s. <laughs> that would be amazing. And don't ever break. Like if somebody if somebody laughs because they think you're joking, you don't ever break. Okay. You're like, why? What's so funny? This is actually giving me pleasure. It's giving me life. <laughs> when I do, I have it, all the feels. When I do become middle aged in like twelve years, uh-huh. um, I feel like I could like enjoy it because of this gag. Okay. Anyway, so so <laughs> so <laughs> this this film direct this film director she's like. I don't know, like 50 and, and she's, um, successful and she's married to like, I like, I don't know, like the George Clooney of Israel or something. Yeah. And like, they have, you know, whatever they have like a good thing life. And, and, um, and the, the premise of this show, which happens in the description yes. is that they get started right away. <laughs> it gets started right away, but yeah. also the description, like they become sort of involved with this young film writer, this young sort of femme fatale mm-hmm. who is, you know, uh, just like an interesting, unsettling character. So yeah. like now it's like you're sort of like, okay, and, and they're embarking on this creative project together. And it is like so fucking awesome. But okay, so like the main lady is like fucking gorgeous. Yes. And like an awesome actress. She's terrific. And like I had seen her in like because she also acts in American things. I had seen her first, I didn't realize, in um Daredevil on Netflix. And right. she played 
the Vincent D'Onofrio character's wife. Mm. And I remember being struck by her in that, like, because uh, it was somebody I'd never seen before. And she's just, she's gorgeous, she's but she's gorgeous. also like, there's some, there's definitely something about her. Like, like she has a real sub- quality. substance to yeah. her. There's like a substance and an intelligence. She intelli- was very striking. Like, who is this? She yeah. has like intelligence, but she also has like a very organic, um, like acting style. It's like, very, like a grounded- it's very real without being actory. Yes, like she just seems like a real. She feels like a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I'm already like on board with this actress. Like I'm just like okay, I'm into her. And then um, okay, so but like the underlying sort of tension of the thing is. Like this metaphor for like Hollywood, I think. Mm. Only not Hollywood, I guess, like Israeli Hollywood. (laughs) What do they call that? Hollywood. (laughs) Come on. Come on, everybody. (laughs) What what else was I going to do? What is that? What else was I going to (laughs) do? What is that? (laughs) What if it would have been better or worse if I said Hollywood? (laughs) I think worse. I think Hollywood was the right amount. Hollywood it's was fun, the right. It's fun to say, isn't it? <laughs> why don't we call regular Hollywood Hollywood? Oh, I, I now I know why. <laughs> right, because then it's not. You sound like, then it's like you a, sound like a QAnon person. It's like a bad thing. That's yeah. like a yeah, like yeah, yeah, a yeah. anti-Semitic. Exactly. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all know thing is a metaphor for Hollywood. And now I have lots of ideas for how to get people out of my way. <laughs> oh, God. I did not see us headed there. Please watch it. Holy because shit, honey. That is like my, like I have a vision. I have lots of ideas. It's <laughs> like a vision board. I have like a vision board now oh, no. of like how I'm going to get people out, the fu- out of my fucking way. <laughs> do people use red string on their vision boards or is that like, does somebody tell you right away, whatever you do, don't put red string on there. You, you'll look crazy. I feel like... Um, uh, what if your vision is you want to start a yarn empire? <laughs> what if your vision? What if I had a vision board that did look like Homeland, and I just didn't tell anyone what it was about, and they just said I was like chasing a terrorist? That's actually <laughs> really funny. If you don't you don't tell anybody anything. Oh my god! You just, just have like some random idea. headshots, pictures of vending machines, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> I literally just had the best idea for like an Etsy store. <laughs> it's to make like elaborate crime vision boards for people. Like bespoke. Uh, not bespoke, uh, just like like the art is like oh, you, you don't fictional. Like, it's not like, hey, to send me photos that you no. want in this. <laughs> you just make them send it. <laughs> yes. For people who want to like put it up in their office so people but think. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Does it have instructions of where to place everything? Or do you no. just send them a box of pictures and string? No, I make it and send ship it like as a thing. As is? Yeah. I don't know how that would even work. Why? You can ship someone a, a picture, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should take a break. Are we taking a break? We're taking a break. Oh, I can't. You know what? I'm having another. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's your life. Hey, hey, you know what? Our sponsors are going to say stuff through me in a minute, and I want you to listen. 
like yeah. remember Janie as she is in these ads <laughs> and not how she will be after the break. <laughs> We are proud to be sponsored by Usual Wines. I know what you're thinking. Is it Groundhog's Day? No, that already happened. They are just one of our beloved sponsors. Usual Wines are wines for the modern drinker. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces, a heavy pour, or about a glass and a half of wine. No more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle. Because of the single-serve format and bottle design, Usual is always fresh. No more flat, bubbly, or stale rosé. I always find that to be a problem, like I can't open a bottle of bubbly by myself, but now I can because of usual wines. They are also low carb and have zero grams of sugar. They have a red blend, a rosé, a sparkling white called Brut. They also have a usual spritz, a low alcohol, 8.5% ABV, low calorie wine spritzer. So go to usualwines.com. Use Stay F Honekins for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. That's usualwines.com with code Stay F Honekins. Have you heard of BetterHelp? If there's something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. I personally talked to a therapist myself, and it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. This is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. Visit BetterHelp.com. That's Better. H-E-L-P dot com slash Homekins for 10% off your first month. This is a special offer for Stay of Homekins. That's betterhelp.com, H-E-L-P slash Homekins. <laughs> I was just complaining about... <laughs> so we, so basically, I was complaining because, uh, like, I have these... I just got some auditions today that um, poor Paul, he has to do all of the... I don't mind it. Which is like, it's been kind of a journey for us mm-hmm. to get yeah. to a place. Have we talked about this on the show before? I can't remember. I do think it has come up yeah. that, that we didn't have a good time doing it together. I used to be very anxious. No, about, we did talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. About, about self-taping, about helping Janie with self-tapes because she would ask me for my yeah. opinion and I was terrified to give it because it's like, what if I, what do I know? And so my notes might be the absolute wrong note, you know? But now like I'm out of place. Cause like, I don't know, like you take me what, like a couple of weeks ago for something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, compl- I was pissed that I had, I didn't get the job. <laughs> I was like, compl- I was like, I can't believe I didn't fucking get that thing where <laughs> you take me for it. Which happens sometimes, you well, know, like, no, it happens a lot. Well, here, but here's the thing. You, but there's some things you audition w- a lot and there are some jobs you're like, eh, if I got this, it would be good. But there yeah. are some jobs you really want. Well, there's also some jobs where you're just like, I'm not getting this, but I have to show myself <laughs> yeah, exactly. well for this or whatever. Yeah. And, but like the thing that you take me for, I was like so happy about it. I was like so happy. You did a really good job. And I was like, they got to fucking hire me for this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and now, and then I had to like, now I'm going to have to like bu- bug my agents to be like, who? Cause that happened to me like a little bit last year. Mm-hmm. There was something I really wanted and I was like, I'm, no, I'm fucking good for this. They should hire me. <laughs> and then I found out that who got it. 
which which is a good. I mean, I think Catherine Rose Perkins is she got it and she's amazing. Naming names, but she's she got the part. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, also, I'm a huge episodes fan. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. That's a different... Yeah. Should, they want a different, uh, like, essence Yes. for this part. Exactly. Because she plays, like, more, like, type A kind mm-hmm. of stuff than than I do. But... I want to talk to people about the squirrel bench. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now... Lay it on us, brother. <laughs> you listeners will recall... Yeah. ...that uh, I... Have been I've been wanting one of these squirrel picnic benches. Wait, <laughs> you posted little, the picture. Of I it. did, I did. You put a little bench in a tree, and then the idea is that a squirrel will come and sit. By at the, the way, picnic bench. I feel like you're at living out like a sitcom B story. With not, this, not a good one though. <laughs> <laughs> like you're talking about a sitcom, and it's like 15th season. <laughs> Because of like the links, yes, I understand. Where you're, where, I know where you're gearing yes, yes, up for yes. this, and I, I'm like, like, it would have to be heightened for a sitcom. <laughs> but here's what, so here's what happened. So I always wanted one of these things. I wanted to, I wanted to look out my window and see a little fat squirrel sitting, sitting at this picnic That's all he bench, fucking wanted, like y'all. he was a person. That's all he fucking <laughs> That's wanted. All I wanted. So I get this thing, screw it into the tree. There's a little galvanized bucket that's set yeah. into it that I fill with peanuts. I'm assuming squirrels like peanuts. For weeks. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it told you to put peanuts in there. I think it was a su- one of the suggestions. So this whole time, like you were just like, I'm going to guess with peanuts. Yeah. I think I was guessing with peanuts. Do you think squirrels don't like peanuts? Well, y- you tell me well, based on uh, where we've landed. Here's what's funny. Where I we- was going to tell you. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Also, by the way, in the grocery order, like eight pounds of peanuts came. Oh my God. I, so I, I ordered, like, I ordered, did two, you like hold on call, a second. Call. We're getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So for a couple weeks, the uh. peanuts are not touched. And I'm like, what's going on? I think that the, because our tree is so close to our neighbor's fence and those dogs are out there all goddamn day. Right. I've never, I, I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a squirrel in that tree because it's too close to those dogs, I think. Mm-hmm. So I sort of thought, okay, I'm going to have to maybe move the little bench somewhere else. And then one day I looked out the window and all the peanuts were the gone. The peanuts were gone. Also, that was like a windy day. So we were like, did the wind... Did the wind blow out all the peanuts? But then I looked like in the bucket, there was no peanuts in there. So like, you know, something... something it didn't ate, blow the top of the bucket. Something didn't the, ate these peanuts. Yeah. And so I refilled it. Next day, peanuts are gone. Refill it again. Next day, peanuts are gone. I never see what's eating the peanuts. One night, I was up late. And so our, we have these lights, these timed lights outside of our house... Fairy that go lights. off. Fairy lights. Oh, fairies, fairy please come lights. and visit us. Oh, the, if only. Oh, fairies, would you <laughs> ever come and visit us? By the way, it's bad. The light pollution is bad for seeing the stars, but whatever. Okay, well, the stars are not right outside our kitchen, <laughs> so I don't feel too guilty. <laughs> you like those lights. Why are you turning against me on mic? I'm just saying, listen, I like the lights. 
Yeah. But I would also enjoy one day seeing the stars in the sky. Okay, well, one night I'll just leave the lights it's off. It's not going to make a difference because the no, light pollution no, 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 is I'll a problem. It's a collective societal problem. turn the time off. We can lie <laughs> in the front yard and just look problem. up at the Big Dipper. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, oh, wait, so, why don't so, you put the peanuts in, in the middle of the day? Hold on. Hold on. One derailment at a time. You love it. So, do, do I? You should listen back to these episodes. So let me one, have this. So the lights go off at eleven p.m. I was up late. Two a.m. I'm going to go to bed. I look out the window. I turn on the light. Look out the window. The peanuts are gone. Mm-hmm. So this thing came while it's whatever the fairy it is, lights are the problem. <laughs> okay. So I think, okay, this thing comes when it's dark and it eats the peanuts. But now I have a time frame. So I know that it comes at a, you know, like when it gets dark, it's a nocturnal thing because it's not like an early morning creature that's coming and eating Which them. Which means it's probably a fucking rat. Okay. Look, that's a possibility. <laughs> so I put the peanuts out and then I think, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to get one of those. Nature cameras, motion sensitive. Yeah. Infrared. Yeah. Set that up. <laughs> infrared. Yeah. Why? why it's like funny? a night. Vi- it's like a yeah, fucking pre- predator. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like a- it is. Okay. So I think I'll set that up near the tree, and I'll see what this thing is. Mm-hmm. First camera will not read the memory card. <laughs> Fuck. It's driving me crazy. You gotta return that shit. So I get another camera. Takes a different kind of memory card. Reads the memory card, no problem. Go through the settings, blah, blah, blah. Set the thing up. No video. Peanuts are gone. Like, it is it supposed to film when motion is detected? Yes. Yes. So maybe it's not in the right position. There's a number of things that I will have to troubleshoot. Because I tried a few nights in a row, kept going back to the settings, trying to figure it out. <laughs> Still not quite there. I, have, I know what you should do. And the peanuts are gone. So now, the other day, after the other day after I think I have all the settings figured out, I'm like, okay, I've I've gone through the manual because to be fair, I am one of those guys that does not like to read the manual first. I like to figure it out intuitively and then go to the manual if I cannot figure it out. There's your problem. Well, <laughs> right there. I did go to the manual. <laughs> okay. I don't, why are you doing this? I'm acting like the listener. No, you're not. <laughs> you're acting like you. And I need you to act more like the listener okay. who, who's not talking okay, to me okay. <laughs> while I'm telling the story. Jesus Christ. So I've already established that I went back and looked at the manual. What did it tell you? <sighs> It told me, keep doing what you're doing, man. <laughs> I got your back. So set up the camera with new settings. Next day, go out there. I'm, I'm up a little bit earlier. And so I look out the window before I even go to get the camera. And there's just a regular old fucking bird that's eating the peanuts. <laughs> a bird. By the way, I like saw a sparrow. I saw a bunch of those birds today. On the tree outside the window. Because now... They're in that tree all the time. Every morning they're in that tree. 
And, okay. I, and I love seeing them in there. Never in my life they have I ever heard. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I've never in my <laughs> life heard that birds eat peanuts. Never seen it before. This one bird just sitting there with a bucket. And he, he picks up a peanut and I think, is he going to like fly away with that? And that's, he's got to do something. There's another step for him. But no, he just, he fucking eats that peanut. I have an idea. So the bench, uh, so the picnic table has two sides to it. Yes. One side should be where you place the camera. Like, so whatever animal across <laughs> from it is having dinner with the camera. That might be a little too close. <laughs> That might be a little too close. That's very close. The mm. camera is not the, the the picnic bench is small. True. The camera is almost as big as the picnic bench. Where is the camera? The camera right now is behind me on the table. Oh, that's not what I meant. Where, Where do I put the camera? Yes, I put the camera on top of the electrical box facing the tree. Mm. It's not like a huge distance away. Okay. It should be able to pick up the movement. Is this is the camera mountable? Does it have yeah, like it is, brackets yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we should like drill it into the side of the house in you front of the drill it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we, we should We can place it on the side of the house for sure. Okay. I think that's your that's your issue. It's not close enough for the motion. Okay. Okay. Cuz that's too far away. It has to be close enough to detect the motion. Right. But there's there's you can adjust the sensitivity of it, which I have done. It's not that far away. We're not talking but like But then how come the bird doesn't trigger it? That's the problem. That's what I don't understand. Because, because here's the latest thing was that I had it set to record um to to detect motion to ignore birds. <laughs> <laughs> You, you just you hit the ignore birds. You hit the ignore birds. birds. Uh, but uh, say. Look, 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 look. I, I, I care about birds. <laughs> birds are binocular activity. It's, it's, I want to catch wildlife. A mammal, that eats damn it. Peanuts. I want a fucking mammal. <laughs> I feel like it's either a raccoon or a rat. Yeah, it's a fucking rat. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I've never seen a rat in this neighborhood, though. You never put out dinner for it. That's the di- that's the difference. <laughs> you have no. Well, look. But there are rats in this neighborhood. <laughs> well, it's going to be some reverse ratatouille. <laughs> just because I control a rat to make rat food. Just because you've never seen a rat in this neighborhood, I'm telling you, there are fucking rats. Deni- in this I'm not a rat denier. I'm just saying. I, we've lived here a long time. I'm surprised that I, I have never seen because a Because they're nocturnal and they're like... So am I, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. You and your late night... You and your uh, comedy club schedule that has been ingrained, that has been like <laughs> stamped into your DNA now. I have for the last year, I've been staying up later than I have in years. Yeah, you got... You're, you're back on your little... You're back on your little comedy club. Uh, I know. I know. Comedy club uh, Isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? <laughs> Been playing video games. Well, I started playing yeah. online with um, friends for the first time. I never really done it before. But shout out to my friend Michael McMillian. We've been playing Red Dead Redemption. Who's winning? Is that a thing? Uh, no, it's not like a score type thing. Okay. Yeah, it's not a score type thing. 
Sure. But there are people, there are people in this game, total strangers who just like to go around and kill people that they don't know. And it's a real Wait, drag. so when you're playing with Michael McMillian, like strangers can come in? Yeah. Yeah, you're pl- you're playing in a, in a big in a big sandbox essentially with other strangers. It's an open world. So you can have your little mission that you go do. Uh-huh. But other people are also there and if they see you they can fucking kill you. What? Yeah, I know. You there are settings that you can you can click that can make it so that you can sort of play in peace, but it's I mean, you want that, the spontaneity of yeah, encountering. Yeah, that's less in the spirit of the you game. You want to be like, kind of like, what are other people up to? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know who they are? No, They're, it's just their screen names, which are sometimes racist. No. <laughs> yeah, sometimes there's like a weird white supremacy, like because it's a it's an uh, it's a, a wild west game. Uh-huh. You know, it's set in the old west. People make up their own screen names. They're not like pre. Oh no, people make up their own screen names. Okay, and you can have one of the things, and this is what Michael and I do: is you can have a posse where you can play as a team, and you can do little missions. You know, uh-huh. you go and, and bring in a bounty or whatever, or you, you know, you have to deliver this thing to this other place without getting killed. You know, that kind of thing. Okay. And so you can name your posse, and uh-huh. so some of these posse names, like any posse name that has has the word Odin in it, Odin. It's like, what does that mean? It's a Norse god, and it's also a, a favorite uh, reference point for a lot of white supremacists. I've never heard it. I don't even know what it means. Ugh, it's bad news. One one guy, you have a horse in the game, uh-huh. right? You can name your horse, and. When you are when you are encountering a, another player, a real life player in the game, you can see the name of their horse. And the other, the other night, oh my god, the guy's horse was named Red Pill. Come on, I swear to God, this is ironic. No, They're I mean, I don't, ironic. I don't know about that, honey. I don't know about that. Really? Yeah. Is it? Oh, because of Gamergate, they can't be ironic. There might be a woman they in the game. They could be, but... They'd be scared. Like, a woman could be in the game, and they might want to, like, ruin her. There, are, Look, there are women assholes in the games, too. Cuckoo's <laughs> happening. Hi, Cuckoo. Cuckoo, I think, thanks for visiting. By the way, I think people were saying the sound is better. Here's what happens when you ask about the sound on your podcast. Mm-hmm. You, you get, get one million differing opinions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People who can hear cuckoo and have heard him from day one. People mm-hmm. who are like, I have to turn you all the way to the maximum. People who are like, whatever, you know. Well, to be fair, no one wrote to us and said whatever. Most <laughs> that people, would be funny. Most people were like, Gene, uh, your voice is louder than Paul's, which I think has to do with sort of like... Um, where our voice falls in decibel, like like in pitch, yeah, yeah, in pitch, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and uh, also sometimes, and you're a little quieter than other podcasts, so I just turn you up more, or you're louder than other podcasts. Here is a here's that an one audio. I hadn't heard. Oh yeah, someone was like, I work in audio. Here's Comedy Bang Bang's levels, and here's yours. Yours are louder. And you know who that was? Phil Spector, R.I.P. <laughs> That was the last thing. That was the last tweet he sent. Almost his dying words. <laughs> his final words. But he really helped us with our sound. Yeah, so, he did. You know. And he said, look, if I were there in person, of course I'd pull a gun on you. <laughs> that, okay. Phil Spector. 
is what an enigma. Was he an enigma? <laughs> or was he a talented person who was also insane? Mad. Yeah. Like he'd gone mad yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. He was not a good dude. He was very talented, but not he a good dude. He was like very talented and like... Uh, but like, so in other words, is it that whole like cliche of like genius borderline, like bordering genius bordering kind of like insanity kind of a thing? Is that I, a thing? I, it's a cliche because I, it's, it's, a, it's a cliche, but I don't think because that it's, it's true. Something. It's, it's but something, cliches, but here's the thing. Not everybody pulls a gun. You know, some people are just unpleasant. Who but are his thing geniuses. wasn't even like he pulled a gun. His fetish was he wanted people. To hold the to no, honey, play a Russian he roulette. He pulled guns on people in the studio. Oh yes, but he but there but he he killed someone because he forced he yes. forced people to play ru- Russian. That, that was a different thing. Okay, but in the okay. studio, he pulled guns on people. He was not a good dude. He wasn't stable. No, 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 no. And he got what's wild is he got away with that stuff for the longest time. Because I wonder like, okay, here, like, and this is like a real thing. Like if I knew somebody for like a while Mm -hmm. and collaborated with them and was like, you know, they're like a little intense or whatever, you know, and then something happened a little, like, like incrementally got weirder and weirder Mm -hmm. to the point where I was like, they did this thing where I was fucking uncomfortable. Like they pulled a gun, you know, whatever. (laughs) But I think they're just under a lot of stress. Like, I feel like you, (laughs) you would just like in your mind, because you kind of know the person, like you would probably override, like your instinct might be to override. Well, if, if you know the person, yes, here's the, here's the problem is that people like that come with a reputation for being difficult geniuses. Uh And the bottom line is the bottom line. The results speak for themselves. You know, he's so successful, blah, 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 Uh blah. So, and because nobody pushes back, it's like he is often in a position of power with people that are, uh, uh, he would often be in a position of power with people who were up and coming artists. He was more successful. He was more, he had more status than they did. And so he was able to get away with these things. Uh-huh. And that sort of mindset persists to this day. However, sure. I think like the, the pulling guns thing, that's, uh, I think it, it would be harder to get away with that now. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, and they're doing the, it in, the, con- I- in Congress. <laughs> Fucking how about it? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the idea of like this guy is a total asshole, but he's worth it because, and it's always a man, of course, he's worth it because look at the results and it all goes into this art and blah, 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 blah. Right. It's, it's still, it's still a thing that we're dealing with. And it's, I, I mean, it's like one of the oldest bullshit things that's still I also, surviving. I also feel like there's this element to, human nature where uh it can appeal to your own arrogance in a way Mm. where you're kind of like yeah he he's crazy with everybody but like i get how to deal with him like i know how to get my song i know how to get my song produced like you just gotta like flatter him or bring him cocaine or whatever let him put a gun in your mouth Like, and so like you kind of like, you know, like you make yourself like, kind of like, I don't know, 
sometimes human behavior is so fucked up and Mm -hmm. weird. It's almost hard to process it in the moment. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. I mean, I think you and I both had experiences where like looking at it later, (laughs) you're like, hey, that was fucked up. Still having those experiences. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Well, I also think, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but just like you kind of filter everything through the prism of your own experiences. Mm -hmm. And if you're kind of a grounded person that doesn't really push outside, you know, you're you're bound to like think when, when people are um, acting outside of acceptability that it can't be real. Like that's how I feel at times. Like when somebody's a little fucked up with me, I'm like, I don't think this, I mean, you know, this isn't really happening. They must be on drugs or they must have low blood sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a part get of you, a, Get him some gummy bears. There's a, there's a part of the disbelief is that sometimes people act in such an outrageous or mean or rude fashion that you think this can't be Or real. like, is it a joke? Yeah, well... Like, have you ever had that experience? I've had that experience, yeah. Where it's like, is this guy fucking with me? Is this person for real? Yeah, Like, yeah, is yeah, this yeah. stranger really being such an yeah. asshole to me yeah. when I'm trying to take his fucking but pizza it, order? It that- also speaks, I think, to our own sense of self-worth, too, in moments like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Because the... the oh, honestly, 100, 100%. To be able to 100%. say... 100%. To be able to be in yourself enough to say to someone... This is unacceptable. Like you're being a dick. You can't talk to me that way. Yeah. 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 Or like, are you, are you okay? Or are you mentally ill? (laughs) Do you need gummy bears? Are you, are you having low blood sugar? Are you human or are you dancing? Do you have a personality disorder? (laughs) Because. Did I tell you about. You should just tell me right now. My last trip when I was coming back from Vancouver, (laughs) I was, I was entering the, I was in the Vancouver airport and I was in the American part of it. Right. Uh-huh. So it's like the very last stop before you get into the gates. And so technically you're on right, American, you're American soil or whatever. Soil. So, you know, you have the, the machine where you, you put your passport in it to scan and then you get a little thing spit out that has your picture on it. Yes. And so I have done this so many times and I feel like there should be a bell or something where I left my passport in the machine. And so I get up to the desk and this woman, I I can't remember. I think I had the passport, but I didn't have the right little slip because it spit it out and I went down to pick it up. um, And I think what happened was somebody else had left theirs in there. And so mine pushed theirs out, fell on the ground. I picked it up, walked over and she looked at it and said, this isn't yours. She was very like, um, very curt with me. Uh-huh. Said, this isn't yours. And uh-huh. I said, oh. She goes, go back to the machine, get yours, bring it back here. Talking to me like that. And okay. I'm like, this is not my favorite thing, but okay. So I go back, get the thing. I walk up. And she's still talking to me this way, like this, that, I don't need that. Like I gave her a thing that she didn't need. She's like, I don't need that, just this and this. She's being like kind of snappy with me. Uh-huh. And I don't know why I did this, but I, <laughs> I said... Are you mad at me? <laughs> and it completely disarmed her. Sure. And she she like was taken aback. She said, "What? No, I'm not mad at you." And then she started smiling, right, and laughing. And she's like, "Oh, I'm being a dick," and then someone noticed. She was so nice. And then, but she kept saying, "Like, am I mad at you? I'm not mad at you." 
And then she let me go. And I was like, I have to remember this. You know what? I had a therapist once. This is a long time ago. <laughs> Believe had- me, I know. <laughs> Y'all have had a few. <laughs> I've had a few. And uh, I'm, I'm hypersensitive to being treated poorly, too. Like, I don't like it. Like, it will stay with me in mm-hmm. a way I don't like. And um, she had, she told me um, that something that she does when that, when she encounters a situation similar to something that you just described with a, with a stranger, like Mm -hmm. a transaction with a stranger, she would say, are you having a bad day? I've heard that. I've heard that. And it's not a passive aggressive thing. Like she, she would say it like genuinely empathic. Yeah, absolutely. Like, are you having a bad day? I'm sorry. You know? And, uh, I get it, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, Not like, are you having a bad day, you fucking bitch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you having a bad day? Are you having a bad day because... Because um, <laughs> you're acting like you are. Because I wouldn't treat my neighbor's dog like this. <laughs> I remember Todd Glass, uh, comedian Todd Glass, <laughs> told me about it in a, a situation like that. It was like the guy that ran the juice bar at his gym or something. <laughs> And the guy was very snappy with people uh-huh. all the time. Yeah, yeah. And Todd at one point said to him, it's one of those days, huh? And the guy completely melted. Because what you're saying is like, like I acknowledge that Absolutely. you're probably having a shitty time yeah, with yeah, yeah. all these people who don't even look in your eyeballs. Yeah. You know? Please look at my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I find it strange now, like wearing masks, interacting with people. Mm-hmm. And not being able to see certain expressions. Yeah. You know? Wait, when did you interact with people? <laughs> I had doctor stuff I this know, week. I know, okay. I know. I don't have COVID. Knock on wood. I don't have COVID. Knock on wood. Doodah, doodah. <laughs> we should wrap it up. Do you do you have recommendations in addition to uh, losing Alice? First of all, please watch Okay, look. It's Apple TV subscription. I'm fucking sorry. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you can't... <laughs> Get that. Find a way to illegally get it. <laughs> That's good advice for anything. Go on Reddit or whatever. Listen, we, 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 I just want to say to you, <laughs> if there's anything that you can't get legally, get it illegally. If you can't fucking find it, go on Reddit and be like, dudes, hook me up with bootlegs and losing. Hey, my torrent bros. <laughs> Who's got that sweet losing Alice download? <laughs> I y'all, the girl's y'all. gonna get up some trouble at the Pirate Bay tonight. I'm reading like three books right now, and I can't even like nothing is <laughs> worthy of talking about. You're reading three books. You can't recommend any of them. No. <laughs> wow. You should drop at least two of those. I'm books. very excited for Caroline Kepney's book. Kep Kepnis's book. So okay, so. This happened to me. This is a true story. My friend Nicole, <laughs> hi Nicole, um, who I still owe a phone call. There's been a lot going on. I will. <laughs> hey Nicole, I don't know if you checked the news lately. There's a global <laughs> pandemic. Your no, phone call can wait. No, the problem is personal shit. I'm going to text you. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so so my friend Nicole is like, you have to read this. Book. This is like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. She's like, you have to read this book called You. Oh, right. And like, you won't be able to put it down. And I'm like, okay. So, um, so I get the book and I was like, oh my God, like I read it in like 
two days, you mm. know, like one of those, like when you get into a book, like when you're in like a fun page turner book and you're like, such a good feeling. all you want to do is finish the book. Yeah. But it's you, such a good you, all you want to do is finish the book and not finish the book. Mm-hmm. If that makes yeah, sense. Absolutely. So, so I was like, okay, this is so good. And it was like about this guy. He's like a sociopath. Anyway, they made it. You've seen the TV show. It's like, it's like been made a TV show. So, so then, and, and the book is like a, one of a trilogy. So this was like the first in the installment. Mm-hmm. And then the second book came out and then I was like, I couldn't wait to, so the first book like takes place in New York city. And then the second book takes place in Los Angeles, literally like where I lived, <laughs> like on Beachwood and mm-hmm. all the stuff. So, and they even like reference like the UCB, like they, it's like yeah. crazy. So I'm like loving this book. And then um, Santina, who I know loves this book, because mm-hmm. like we'll text like each other. Shout right out now. Santina. Santina. And so we kind of. She kinda... has a great podcast called Rolling <gasps> With My Homies. Yes. Yes. She does have a great. Oh my gosh, Santina. I was in a short film. I played her mom in a short film. Anyway, so um, she um, and we would like tweet this. We would tweet the novelist, Caroline Ketneys on Twitter. <laughs> And Caroline would like talk to us on Twitter. I, don't, I didn't know this. Oh yeah, no, we we've already had like we we hang out with Caroline. Like <laughs> so we had like a whole thing. So Caroline, this is before it was a TV show. So mm. so and the third installment hadn't come out, and so um, we were like, oh my gosh, we love your book. Um, and she was like, we should have drinks. Um, and so we all like met and had drinks. Like Tina and this other friend of ours. And um, and Caroline at Birds. Oh no, not at Birds. Sorry, at the old Pritzies. Um, on Franklin. Mm-hmm. And when it was still Pritzies, or no, it was Franklin. It was whatever Franklin and Bash is what I call it. it was so, <laughs> so anyway, so so she she came and like brought us like copies of her book and like signed it, mm-hmm. and like she was like so cool, and she was in the process of making you the first book into a TV show. And, um, and we just like stayed in touch like over the years. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I I was very excited about her third installment of the trilogy Mm -hmm. and the second, and I actually found out some backstory, which was that her publisher did not want the second book to be titled. So, so the, the trilogy was supposed to be you and then the middle book was supposed to be called Love, which is the name of a character in the book. Mm-hmm. And then the third installment of the books were was me. Mm-hmm. And together it would say You Love Me. Mm-hmm. But the publisher had her change. Anyway, so the third book is called You Love Me, which I'm happy about because that was the original. Wait, so what is the second book called? Hidden Bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, I did not see that coming. Can you imagine like messing with that creative vision? Like she had this creative vision for this trilogy and it was very much referential to the yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatever. I mean, like she's, she's a writer. And it's like, and the like, first book was already successful. So all you need to say is from the, this is the second book. Continuing the story, I from feel the like first the first book had not been bought. Bodies. No, I don't think you had been had been bought necessarily. I don't remember the trajectory, but I don't think you had necessarily been bought as a TV show yet. No, uh, but beyond it being, what so is it that? was I don't... successful enough that she had the trilogy, I guess, in place. But 
not successful enough that they didn't like mess with her her vision for the time. I don't know, whatever. Like, I don't know, whatever. Just saw some maybe it was a bird out the window. Uh-oh. It's a rat. No, it's not a rat. Because the tree's not shaking. I saw something flying out there. Oh, okay. Might That'd be a, a bird. gigantic moth. Ew. <laughs> well, well, anyway. Exist, so the third book, You Love Me, you can purchase for pre-order right now. Right. And they are currently, I believe, making the third season of You, right. which is a Netflix, which, by the way, was not originally Netflix. It was Lifetime. Oh, okay. So I can Life, see that. Lifetime made the 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 show you, and then I guess somehow you know how the like shows do where they don't get bought or they don't get picked up. Yes, and then a bigger place. Yes. So, so, so a thing that has happened to none of the shows that I've worked. On. <laughs> <laughs> yes, honey. Thank you. And so now, now honey, thank you, bodies. <laughs> thank you. So now, so now, you is a hit show on Netflix, right? And, and um, and I really, I actually love the second, the LA season. Mm-hmm. There was like an awesome. I thought that I love the casting, like the the young girl. It's an extremely it. the, the teenage girl. It's an so extremely great. watchable show. But like the little like LA reference, like Caroline is amazing. So anyway, so Caroline is kind of, I should, I can say like a quasi acquaintance, like friend Mm -hmm. of mine that I met through Twitter and I've already pre-ordered you love me. So that's Mm -hmm. all I care about right now, but I have to wait until spring for it to come out. (laughs) Seems like a million years away. It does because I'm like, and then my friend Cynthia Dupree Sweeney wrote an amazing bestseller called The Nest and her new book, Good Company is coming out. Yeah. And I'm like so excited to read it. And I know like she's sending friends galleys and I don't want to ask. But you also know she sometimes listens to the show. Uh, So I see what you're doing. uh, Cynthia. (laughs) No. Well, here's the thing too is like, um, like, cause I'm good company deals with, I believe an actor, uh, character mm-hmm. and so she was always like asking questions like uh, to me to other actors we know what if it's based on you <laughs> it's not me i wish yeah, it's a hit job well oh like that meryl streep movie the meryl streep candace burn uh, oh yeah um that's why she hasn't sent me a galley because it's about my failed career let the, them all talk yeah. I, I needed to say it i needed to remember it, and say <laughs> oh, it but, well, no but because but i was like, always like sending her like audition notices i'm like read this one read this right, one right. and she was like enjoying it and i was like really i was like are these not the dumbest things you've ever seen some of these <laughs> I can see it being enjoyable if it doesn't determine the fate of your life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's your recommendation is pre-order good company pre-order. I love you. You love me. You love me. Yeah. Get illegal copy <laughs> of losing Alice. Get losing Alice however you can. <laughs> All right. My recommendation yeah, yeah. is, um, Resident Alien, which is a sci-fi show. We watched it on Amazon. I thought... Oh, we did? We watched it on Prime. The Prime logo came up. Really? Yeah. I thought it was a sci-fi channel thing. It's a sci-fi original, yes. I don't know. Look, they have their own deals worked out. Okay. But anyway, it's uh, a great show. Oh, Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk is the star of it. He plays an alien who has 
crash landed on Earth and is masquerading as a doctor. <laughs> it is. He's a, his performance is amazing. He is. I mean, he's. His performances are always amazing. He's great in everything, but this is like a role that is so perfect for everything that he is able to do. Mm-hmm. Like you almost wonder if they wrote it specifically for him. I Yeah, I wonder if it, if it was. I think it was based on a graphic novel. It oh, might have been based on a graphic novel, but I will, I will look into that. But it's, it's, it's one of He's those, like incredible. it's one of those role of a lifetime things. Like this sure. is perfect for him. For his comedic. He's so good in it. Um, and also I have a couple friends in it, Alice Wetterland and Mandel Mon. Um, and I'm very happy to see them on TV. Um, but it's a really funny show. It's cute. Like you're not a sci-fi person. You tend to like, I don't like things very... that aren't realistic, but, yeah. but, I but will... you're laughing. It's a funny show. Well, it's because I feel like the comedy, yes. uh, is character driven. Yeah. And it's first and foremost, it's a comedy. I show. appreciate the character. Yeah. I, and I love his chemistry with the little boy. Are you okay? Yeah. I thought I was going to sneeze. Damn. It went away. That little boy is hilarious. That little boy is hilarious. Yeah. And they have like all these scenes together yeah. that are just like comedic it's, gold. It's great. Anyway, resident alien. That is my recommendation That's your push. for the week. Um, I think that's enough recommendation. <laughs> yeah. So we'll say goodbye. Thank you all for listening. We are Stay of Homekins on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Stayofhomekins at gmail.com if you would like to write to us. Thank you all for listening. Guys, so we get emails every week and I fucking love... People it's send so pictures nice. of their fucking kids and yeah, their pets and they yeah. always are like, we're thinking of you and this is what you know resonated in this particular episode or blah, blah, blah. And it's it's like... This is real shit. Yeah. This is some real fucking shit. This is some real fucking shit, guys. Some real fucking shit. But thank you for being here with us, and uh, we'll be back next week. And until then, stay stay safe, safe, stay stay sane, sane, and and stay stay home. home. And try to get vaccinated. I know I'm trying.